0: Welcome to the Scuttlebutt on 89.1 KNSJ Descanso, San Diego's only military radio hour, with your hosts, Maximus and Van, bringing you news, stories, and interviews from and for the military and veteran community of San Diego.
1: Okay, all right, awesome. We are back live on 89.1 KNSJ. I am Max Maximus Bloom, and I'm here with my co-host van oh yeah we are san diego's new and only military radio hour for the past present future active duty veteran reserve dod civilian and their families community of san diego and of course anybody else who might be listening i am here with uh, van like i said and our special guest maurice cornell of the patriots hockey organization uh maurice say hello to everybody
2: hey, everybody how we doing
1: i think everybody's doing great doing good. yeah so uh <laughs> This is going to be a really great episode. we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, Maurice, why don't you just really quick give a brief like 30-second intro on yourself and uh, what it is you're uh, here to talk about today.
2: Uh, yeah, again, Maurice, I'm with the Patriots Hockey Program. So what we are is a veteran-run hockey program in San Diego. So basically what we do is take in veteran active-duty military members. We put them on a hockey team. Uh, we get out there. We raise money through charity events, uh, and we give that back to various charities and nonprofits that support the military as well.
0: Yeah, cool. And for those of the the uh, listeners who can't see who aren't following on Facebook right now, uh, this is a beast of a man, <laughs> and he's uh, currently uh, enjoying
1: a post workout shake. He's killing it. Maurice is yeah, Maurice. You're a big guy when you when you put somebody into the boards. Now, I I, I think it's fair for our audience who might be listening. And again, it's worth noting. Thanks, man, that yep. we are streaming live on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash/TheScuttlebuttShow. So, Maurice for uh for those who are listeners who don't know and i know a, a small amount about hockey and then van told me that he doesn't know anything uh yeah. so we might ask some ridiculous questions some really bad questions you i can, will definitely ask yeah some, what they the call rookie
0: s- questions stupid questions That's this thing.
1: yeah so, <laughs> so if i was to say when you check somebody into uh, the boards you must really rock those guys do you, do, is your is your do you guys play full contact hockey
2: Uh, You know what? So there's a couple of leagues out here that do do that. We we tend to not because it is a dull league. All of us have to kind of go to work the next day. Um, (laughs) When we do do some charity events like, say, the police department, we do that. That does get a little bit... Uh, a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, so how, like, how do
0: they show up? Do they show up with like a uh, bulletproof vest? they out. and everything. Yeah, try to put the intimidation yeah, down. Yeah, like, like sunglasses yeah. and everything,
2: you know. But then, you know, just kind of walk sunglasses. out. Sunglasses. A little bit. <laughs> Why <are> these guys <laughs> wearing sunglasses? Canines and sunglasses inside, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh like you say, just put the hurt down, right? Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So I got a quick question, uh, okay. Mac, before we launch into this, and I'm sure yeah. you'll go into it when we do your full introduction a little bit later. Uh, just for our listeners out there, uh, your veteran, you you are a uh, veteran, U.S. Correct. Navy veteran, yep. uh, and and as a. Uh, fellow uh navy veteran i'm always curious what somebody's rate is and for our listeners when we ask about a rate we're asking what their mos is or what their job is some people call it an nec and we'll go into some of those acronyms i'm sure on future shows if not this show but what was your basic job uh, when you were in the navy
2: so i was an as so aviation support equipment technician uh-huh. uh, so anybody who doesn't know what that is basically when you go to an airport civilian airport and you look at the tow tractors and, and hydraulic systems yep. Um, that's the stuff that I worked on. So yep. they always say no air support without ground support, and that's one hundred percent true. You cannot get that aircraft running without our equipment. So that's right. I, I took very much pride in doing what I did. I loved it, but um,
0: you know, can't get the mail without the mail truck.
2: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Got it.
1: I know when I was in uh, when I first joined the Navy and I was on a boat. I worked with a lot of ASs in the what they call the AIMD department. So the, those guys would be on the ship fixing um, tow tractors. Correct. It's been a minute for me. So yep. tow tractors, light carts. Yep. Uh, uh, I hate hate light carts. Yeah, so light carts are just carts with lights. B four stand. B four stands B4 were, yeah. were fun. Those yep. were easy. Yeah,
2: the easy stuff. Yep. Light carts, all all electrical, everything. Hated it.
1: So if we've got uh, if we've got listeners out there who have any experience working with some support equipment, you could call us. You could uh, tweet at us or find us on Facebook and tell us what's your favorite piece of support equipment that you remember working on, <laughs> or maybe we have some other ASs out there in the audience who are listening. Um, so Maurice, we do some we do some fun stuff on this show. Before we get into the nitty-gritty about the Hockey League mm-hmm. and about how we're going to be helping vets, which is what the show's going to be all about, we're going to give out some great resources and talk about some veterans' issues, what your transition out of the Navy was like. Cool. Let's start with a little segment we like to do called the Military Word of the Week. So this is going to be something along the lines of, what was it last week? Oh, last week it was the scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt, right. So it's a military term that we use that we're probably all familiar with that maybe our listeners who are not military uh don't know, could have no idea about, or maybe I've heard somebody talk about. Right. So, the the thing that made me want to uh, go ahead, Van I, see you I was going to do.
0: A, I was going to do a drum roll. Oh, oh. Let, let me know. Let, ask for the drum roll when you're ready.
1: Okay, I'll ask for it. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. I'll prompt you. Okay. Hit me with that drum roll. Are we going
0: to quiz Maurice to see if he knows it? No, don't do that. Oh, yeah, we're so. going to. Yeah, we I it. Yeah,
1: we're going <laughs> to. But it's pretty. It's pretty easy. So I, I might actually give it away by setting up why I chose this okay, one. Okay, set it up. Um. Now that so I used to always joke right that uh. I can't wait till I get out of the military, so I can go commit many acts of stolen valor. Sure. Basically, just lie about my service and all this. But all joking aside, that's a pretty serious issue, right? Yeah, absolutely. So everyone's seen those viral videos that go on of people trying to get discounts, um, yeah. trying to say claim that they're wounded wounded warriors, yep. which I think is absolutely the worst. That yep. that should be a, you should be in prison. Criminal. If you're accepting and and benefits. for the listeners
0: who don't know anything about the military. Um, you really, literally, I could go into uh, a Navy uniform shop, and I could buy a Purple Heart. Like, that is something any military member can do. You can go in, and you can buy these medals. And, uh, you know, some people who, you know, the, the guys who really do that, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're uh, way ahead of everybody. So, when it's time for them to, to, drop, to drop the uh, nonsense on the world, they are well prepared for it. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad yep. you bring that up.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think that it's. I think that it's really terrible. Now, okay. So one quick uh, kind of anecdotal story I'll, I'll say about that is I, I went in. To get my DD two fourteen, which those of you who don't know, it's the thing. It's a piece of paper. It's like the most important piece of paper. Walking papers. Yeah, these are these it's get more you important out than your birth certificate. More, I think. Yeah, I think it's, and when, it's when you serve. And I think it's hard to get another copy of it.
2: Yeah, that's why you make a million copies. Yeah. somebody's gonna lose it. I have it. <laughs> Words have, of advice. I keep a copy on the cloud. Oh, you should yeah. frame it oh. and just <laughs> put it. You should put it on every room you have framed. Have you guys so. seen the blankets? Yes. the, uh, the yes. DD two fourteen blankets.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's a pretty cool need. So <laughs> I haven't seen that. No, no. Oh,
2: you need one of those. I'm, I'm well, sure. I'm sure I will when you get there when yeah. you get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I, uh, I, I go into the. So I pick up my my DD 214. Okay. And I and I walk out of there. And I got to tell you, I felt I felt no different. You know, like I was going to ask how that felt. Yeah. So that feeling, there was no feeling. It was like I a just, birthday. You're like. Mm. It, yeah. You know, once you had, have had enough of them, yeah. they stop feeling like anything. Yeah. So I did uh, 14 years. Yeah. So I did. I was pretty far over the hump. I did 14 years uh, active duty and then I got out got out uh, normal getting out at your separation date right so I go and I pick up my DD 214 and I joined when I was 18 so my entire adult life the only thing that I knew was the military the, the active duty military that was my whole adult life so I walk out of there I felt no different it and you know when it hit me it's funny when it hit me because it wasn't even that day but I go out and I I, I go shopping and I'm at the register and the person says, military? And my instinct is to say, yeah. And they start ringing me up for this discount. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not military. I'm I'm a veteran, but I'm not military. You know, So mm. was that stolen? Valid? Did I steal valor at this point? Mm. I, I kind of felt I, I ended up, I caught it before then. I, I didn't take the discount. But I was like, you know, I'm actually, I'm not military. Um, and I, I'd like to hear some people tune in on what do you think about that? Like if you're a veteran and, and somebody says military, what do you say? And I'm not sure. I think Be, before, they, before, they, before they call in and uh, if the, if if we have
0: listeners who want to call in and chime in on this it 's six one nine five two eight eight three eight three and uh, before you do call in i do I do think that that military discount should extend to all veterans and how how much would that affect the economy if they, if that became a like a federal a federal law and 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 it had to be implemented immediately at the at least at the retail level. Like, how, what kind of impact would that have on the economy?
2: I, I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, they say that, what is it, 1% of the United States population serves, right? So there's 99% of the population that does not serve. So when, you know, you're out, and it all depends on what you do. You know, some people had a really easy Navy career. Some people have a really easy career, Coast Guard career, but some sure. people have the most difficult careers. That's right. You know, you got, you got a ton of people, and they can't just say that the Marines and the Army are going overseas because the Navy goes overseas, too. The Coast Guard goes overseas, too. Yeah. You know, these guys are going over there, and they're risking their lives, and they're spending years away from their family, especially 14 years, right? Uh, How long have you served for? 19. 19, so you're coming up on retirement. I only did five. My wife did 10, right? So that's that's tons of time away. And I'd say, personally, yeah, I think you do earn that military discount. You you signed up and made the sacrifices, I personally believe.
0: Yeah, and it is, a, it is a voluntary service, and we, yeah. and we do know, kind of know what we're getting into. And, you know, people have the right to not provide that discount. And, I, and I'm all about that. I'm all about a free and open society. And, and, and uh, when it comes to capitalism, you know, the ownership can choose to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to get back to your, to your point, uh, Max, I don't think you should feel like it was stolen valor. I think that uh, that's part of your transition, man. And, but I would love to see that, that discount get extended out uh, just to veterans. Uh, and 50% or at least off, yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. 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 let's throw us yeah, some let's, let's numbers. Add, let's, let's advocate, let's advocate for 50%. Okay, may, yeah. Maybe not, but, that's the you know. show's <laughs> And, and you know what? <laughs> if it's if it's going to sink the ship, to give it to all veterans right away, right? Um, uh, and 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 we can segue that into some other stuff that you were going to talk about, like the VA ID card that yeah. you were going to talk about yeah, yeah, a little a, bit, right? And up, I yeah. guess that's how they would prove it at at the point of sale. Uh, but if they're not going to do that, at least give it to the people who have retired, who have either been medically retired. Uh, or have have done their done their service and uh, and 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 moved on to Fleet Reserve.
1: Yeah. So, if you're just joining us, we're here. It's it's me, Max Maximus Bloom, and my co-host, Man. We're here with Maurice from the Patriots Hockey Organization. So let's get to it. Let's talk about what the military word of the week is. Now yeah. that we've we've built it up, so drum roll, yeah. please. Br- Who ends it? Do I end it or, or do you end it? Is that a helicopter or a drum roll? That's It transitioned. We,
0: we should call it the helicopter. The helicopter roll. That'll make it more Navy. Ah, the helicopter <laughs> roll. Yeah, yeah. I We are ready for the word of the week.
1: Okay, the word of the week is chest candy. Mmm. Mm, that good chest candy. Mm. I got this one. Okay, tell yeah, us what it is. I got this is. one
2: because I had, I had quite a few. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, be, yeah, okay. It would be the, uh, the ribbons you put on. You were a little heavy on the left side? I was, Oh, uh, you know what? My wife has more. i'm a little jealous of that (laughs) uh i hope she's not listening (laughs) she probably is she's probably listening (laughs) she's like yeah that's right i got more for sure (laughs) there's more stars on my name (laughs) 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 but yeah that was uh that's that's your pride and joy when you put your whites and blues on for well for for navy at least yeah that's right did you
1: did you guys ever have to wear a full rack of medals oh my god I never did singling. I never wore medals. So expensive. Yeah, and you expensive. had to split
0: them—the ribbons on one side and the yeah. medals on the other. Yeah, yeah. pricey. I, full dress.
1: I had a, I full think I dress. was coming up on five rows by the time that I got out. Oh, you've been you, weighed down. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there was some. There were some that I got that I definitely didn't wear, and I, I never kept them up to date with the stars for the automatic ones, like when you have good conduct. Mm. Um, so, th- for those of you guys who don't know, we're talking about when you see somebody in their service uniform and they're wearing their ribbons, which is going to be over their left the the service members left breastplate I would say mm-hmm. uh, well, what you're going to be looking at is basically a history of their career so this could be areas that they've served so if you have the I- Iraq and Afghanistan and the global war on terrorism expeditionary one which by the way Ding. I don't want to forget Ding. is your qualifying factor to be in the member of the VFW mm-hmm. That's right. Right. we're going to talk Absolutely. about the VFW yeah. a little bit later veterans of foreign wars yeah. veterans of so all these posts and the and the post commanders that run them yep. what they're going to be looking for is that you have a a Global War on Terrorism Expeditionary Medal in your DD-214 to prove That's that right. you qualify for the VFW. That's something that we learned this week. Mm-hmm. We went and did a special interview that we'll a little clip of later.
0: Yeah, that'll be good. And another thing about Chess Candy, uh, for our listeners who, who are not so learned or maybe not previously, uh, haven't previously served or uh, never really paid attention uh, to, your, to your Honey Bunny when they come home and take off that uniform, uh, but it is acceptable, at least in the Navy, uh, that if you're not in full dress, that you can just wear the top three. So it is in, it is in uh, a descending order. So the most important, uh, most th- the, the ribbons and medals that carry the most merit are on the top. Uh, and you can uh, just wear the top three. So if you see somebody with a short rack, uh, that just means maybe maybe they've diversified their portfolio and they haven't they're not walking around with that they're not walking around I like that. you know they're not walking around with the $60 yeah. uh, rack you know just to just to show the guys they work with who know all their credentials uh, so they swear the top three. Just to let people know, like, this is... Uh, I
2: don't know. I feel like because, you you know, you're in your camis and, and the coveralls, well, coveralls have kind of faded out. But I feel like that, that opportunity to show off a yeah. little bit. Like, you know, especially if you're new to the command. Like, yeah. Like, oh, who's this guy? You yeah. Know, like, like, I'm this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? And your service stripes. Yeah. That's oh, all. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. we'll, we'll save know. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, another, that's another term. We'll
0: right? have to get somebody in here in, like, full dress. Like, some, like, 30-year master chief with, like, every yeah. bell and whistle you know what i mean or you know grumpy, master gums something with a cup of yeah
1: and he's just uh, he's just like a walking christmas tree yeah. chink, chink, chink. <laughs> do you guys know who's totally laughing at us right now oh who our army listeners oh yeah <laughs> who are like you guys don't even know yeah, about right. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing they're yeah. wearing ribbons on on medals on this side. They got ribbons on this side. Yeah. They get they, they have to. I think they have to wear medals like earrings. Yeah, and when they're out there, they, yeah, they have, <laughs> they've got ropes on this arm. They have got yeah. ropes. I mean, our army guys. Those uniforms are out of. Look how like, do you even know? They
2: look like real Bubba Fett's.
1: Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah. for
0: real? Yeah, like
2: a cape. Yeah,
0: yeah. I they're, think they do have capes. With a sword and everything. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah. their uniform mm-hmm. inspections must be out, out of control. It must take a really really long. time. <laughs> yeah, invest
0: invest in in army uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> Diversify <by> your, <laughs> <corporal. laughs> your portfolio. Exactly. Yeah. When, when
1: you're up there in a Corporal Smith, here is your medal for your service in Afghanistan. Ah, oh, darn it! Yeah, yeah, uh, he's kind of bummed. Yeah, yeah. like mm, man, Jeez. I got to redo my whole rack. That's going to yeah. cost me eighty, ninety bucks at yeah. the exchange or yeah. the, the PX. Army, Army calls yeah. it the PX, right? Keep it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep, yeah. keep yeah. it. Mm, keep Just it. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to take yeah. a photograph. Yeah. Keep this. <laughs> I did.
1: I did have. You know. I think that the the ribbons that I was proudest of are probably the the AOR ones. So Iraqi campaign, yeah. Afghanistan campaign medal, yeah. the overseas service stuff right. like that. Things that kind of say where you've been and what you've done.
0: Yeah, there's a NATO one that goes with it. The NATO, yeah. the article,
1: non Article NATO. Yeah, yeah, Article Five, yeah. ISAF, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, those were. And then you see somebody who's like a way, way out ranks you, and they're yelling at you all the time. And then they only have. National Defense Ribbon, which is the one you get for joining, joining the military the, in the yeah, first yeah, place, yeah. and you're yeah. like, "Hey, man, that's uh, your boot camp yeah. photo." Yeah,
0: maybe we should throw it up on, uh, on 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 Facebook, you know, so listeners can kind of see what we're talking about. Maybe we'll do that after the show or something.
1: Yeah, when I get home, I'll post a picture of my you know, my dress blues are still in my closet. I'll post a picture of them when uh with with my rack on there, so people can kind of see what you, that's all. You about. You want a
0: little bit of useless uh, trivia? Like maybe it might come in handy one day at some random trivia place in the middle of Texas. Oh yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, sometimes. yeah. So, you know, when you're watching these shows like NCIS and you see these guys walking around in military uniform, it's illegal for them to duplicate an actual military uniform hundred yep. percent. Yep. So they always have to be a certain percentage off. I don't know what that percentage is. So you might, I might've just failed you on your trivia help, but uh, <laughs> it's something you can Google up. I think,
2: and, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, the ranking insignia. I think if you look at like, closely, I think the ranking insignia is always a little off. Yeah. Uh, I know when we do that. Like, yeah, like,
0: you'll see, like, the ribbons on the wrong side. Yeah. You're like, what is going on here? Right. Like, oh, yeah. Cool Jay's like, walking through the hallway. You're like, dude, hey, <laughs> you don't look yeah. right, bro. Yeah.
1: So on on kind of the same, on kind of the same topic. Yeah. So we, we were talking about the, the stolen dollar thing. Um, for those who don't know, our, our listeners out there who don't know, the veteran community or the guys who are and gals who are about to get out, uh, the new website vets.gov, v e t s.gov is kind of the one-stop shop for all veteran concern services. So if you if you want the the GI bill or the post 9/11 GI bill, if you want to do your e-benefits, your disability and, and compensation, your health care and all, all those things, all the all the VA stuff, benefits, um, uh, things to help you with, with like finding jobs and finding houses and all that stuff. It's all now on a website called vets.gov. Have you have you been to it yet? So let me tell you a little story okay, about no. it. Just a uh, preparing for the show yesterday. You know, I always, I always like to go hit military times.com before the show mm. and get the kind of most up-to-date news. So I'm doing this yesterday. I'm reading some of the articles and on the left side of the page, about halfway down, I found an article that said, um, VA now issuing veteran ID cards. So I said, Oh, I got to do this. I got to try this out. Right. So I go to the, uh, I, I click on the, the veteran ID card, uh-huh. um, link and it brings me to vets.gov and it, You know, that turns into a whole process of logging on to Vets.gov. That process is being hashed out, I think, because it's a pretty new website. So I get on there, and you need, I think, two forms of ID, and you need your own personal information. And then, can I get another helicopter roll? It didn't work. So Ooh, I, I, I feel like... <laughs> Hard landing. You know, we all, saw, we, all, we all saw that coming, right? So I, so I, I pull up the, uh, the vets.gov website and the, and the veteran ID card, and I wanted to get my veteran ID card mm. so I could have that and kind of see what that was all about and pass on some of that information to the listeners. Oh, man, that was a
0: no-go. You know what I was expecting? I was expecting uh, the requirement to uh, you need to submit two forms of ID, a picture... A little bit of cardstock and some laminate. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll send it back to you. <laughs> like that's what I was expecting. And then only to find out that you, you, for, you didn't see the list of the actual exact cardstock you needed and the exact laminate that they need you to send in to fit their machine. And maybe and, a- and it takes actually six months to do it. And by the time you get the six months there, they've changed it, they've updated it to where they can take your picture online. And do it all in its house.
2: And now you got to sign up and wait in, in line. Yeah. yeah. Now you got to go in line. and wait in yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it, it ends it. up being two years before you get your card. and You may as well stay and retired. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so for our for our listeners just joining us on eighty nine point one KNSJ, this is the Scuttlebutt Show. I am your host Max Maximus Bloom, and I'm here with Van and Maurice from the Patriots Hockey Organization, and we're talking about all things military, and we're talking about Maurice and what he's doing with the the Patriots Hockey Organization. So. Maurice, you, you, you got out of the Navy in what year? Uh, 2012. Okay, kind of tell me what that was like.
2: Um, so that was uh, scary, actually. So you know, lean up, and and you did this, and I'm sure you've told a lot of people this. Like, don't get out, right?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I well, you know what? I, I always did a I always do an assessment, right? Like I always compare people. I know why I didn't get out, mm-hmm. and I did always consider getting out, uh, but I can I can articulate why I came in. I can talk about why I stayed in. I can talk about the things that I thought about uh, that, that I was afraid to get out sure. like, and stuff like that. Yep. So, But whenever I picked up on an attitude of somebody who didn't want to be in, I used to look at him in the eye and say, I support you 100%. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to get out, uh, I'll do whatever I can to help you get mm-hmm. out. I was never one of those guys who uh, was just trying to keep that guy in uh, just because that's there's somebody else inside the organization uh, who thinks that what, that's what I should do uh, because of my uh, position uh, in, in direct relationship to the members. So I was never I was never that guy, but I do know the guy you're talking about, and I've had those guys uh, near me, and uh, it gets a little it gets a little weird when they go because especially if you don't want to interrupt, and because they're not asking me directly, I don't really jump in necessarily. But yeah. man, if they ever came to me, I always go, you know what? Let me hear your plan. And I think you got a good plan. If yeah. you want to get out, I support you a hundred percent.
2: So that's one thing that I always tell, because I, I I now interact with a lot of veterans and um, you're doing and what I, doing what tell us about what you're doing. Uh, so now. so right now I'm in real estate. Uh, so I get a lot of people who come to me and they and they look to obviously they're still in because they you know, they getting the paycheck and I'm going to buy a house and you know I've got first and 15th paycheck which is great. Um, and, and then they come and say, hey, man, in about a year or two, I'm thinking about getting out of the military. Uh, so my biggest piece of advice that I always tell them is have that plan. You know, have your exit strategy because a lot of people, and you guys have seen it, they just go, they get out, they go home, and they literally fall back into the trap. And the reason they joined the military in the first place is because they fell into that trap, right? And it, it, it's just like plan out your life is, is my biggest piece of advice. And that's something that um, I had a mentor. everybody should have a mentor. Um, I that's a, a great, what a
1: great point. Yeah. Right. Everyone should have a mentor. Everyone
2: should have a few mentors. I have, I have multiple different mentors throughout my life because not everybody knows everything. Right. So find some, find somebody that's done it, um, and has, has excelled at what they're doing. Uh, and they, you want to be in their position, find that person. Um, but I had a really great mentor. was like, Hey, let's, let's just map out what you're going to do. And I thought that I was going to get out and, and be a cop. Um, so I, I enrolled into college. I was going to criminal justice. I started all that, and then, boom, my wife said, hey, we're moving to San Diego. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm to be a cop in San Diego. I got out here. I uh, went back to college. Um, was two classes away from my criminal justice degree. Was signed on with a bunch of different law enforcement agencies out here. And then uh, I had my first kid. And, you know, that that throws you for a whirlwind. I decided, hey, I'm not going to be a police officer Um, working overnight and and yada, yada. Um, So, basically, I ended up saying, what can I do that's going to, again, I mapped out my life. I said, what can I do that's going to help me with my family, uh, with my wife and my wife's career, uh, and with me? Um, And real estate just kind of fell into my lap. And I love doing it. And I I focus primarily on the military community. So,
0: so. At this point, your wife was still active she duty. She was still active duty, yep. Active duty. Yep. So now you were, um, essentially, you were the dependent. I was the dependent, yep. You, was the de- you were the dependent, and, and you were feeling that traditional role of 100% support to get the mission done. And, and, and I think it's important for our listeners to know also, uh, military members tend to have uh, a mindset of uh, when they wake up every day, uh, it's mission, team, then self. And those are your priorities. Of course, you know, the loves of your life, your children, mm-hmm. and this and that are always uh, always there. Uh, you know, uh, they're why you do that. But when it comes to rubber meeting the road and, and the direction that every day is going to take, you know that you have to put the mission first. Your, your team... Has to be uh, successful to, for the mi- for mission to be successful, right. and you have to be set up for success right. to enhance the team. So it's interesting to hear you switch right into that 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 role yeah. uh, for the family's sake and the things that you're considering. So I just I just wanted to backtrack a little bit because I think sure. that that's uh, that's commendable right. for uh, not only uh, for the traditional roles in a family, uh, but how they're sort of they 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 aren't necessarily. Um, uh, dictated by gender right and uh but more dictated by uh positional uh the position that you're in it's
2: it's it's needs of the family you know um, there you go i i was going to be going on a deployment if i re-enlisted uh, my wife wasn't she was going to shore duty you yeah. know so it was it was one or the other you know and, yeah. and we we sat down and we had that conversation together and we said okay we want to we want to start a family we want to raise a family we want to raise kids and my time came first yeah. Um, so I got out and, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a mindset. And again, it's literally having conversations with numerous people who have been there, done that and saying, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. Help me. You yeah. Know? And, and that's my, my biggest piece of advice to anybody is, is literally talk to everybody you can, who's done it to help you through the entire process. Yeah. Because you know? you, if you think you can do it on your own, life's going to hit you in the face, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to say, Hey, you probably should have went and used your resources. Yeah, you know. So
0: it's one of the, my first uh, lessons actually going in uh, to the Navy, uh, and you know, I I am from Seattle, and uh, and I and I grew up in a in a in an environment where uh, there was a lot of uh, f- friends, extended family. I guess is how you would say it. Uh, there there was sort of this team concept. Um, but we were all kind of similar and all kind of the same in, a, mm. in, a, in, a, in, a, in our own way. Yeah. And so the Navy was my first exposure to all different types. And I remember early on uh, just kind of getting the complaining bug, complaining about everything <laughs> and complaining about people. Right. And one time this chief caught me and he goes, shipmate, just remember it takes all types. And I go, "Hmm." you know, I kind of had to re- think about that. And, 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 and I still hear that, you yeah. know, and so yeah. it's a, uh, it's, it's, you, you you've obviously, maybe you didn't hear those words, but you've heard that same lesson. You've carried it through.
2: Yeah, you know what, I, I it's interesting to say, because um, what I also do is I, I coach, I coach youth hockey since I've been out here, and now I coach a high school team. And that's the exact same thing I tell anybody who's coming into coaching, and, and anybody who's saying, well, why don't you do this, and why don't you do that with the different, you know, 20, 20 kids on a team. And you say, well, you know, they've all got different personalities, yeah. right? And you cannot coach all of them the same way. And right. P- pretty much sounds like what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Every, everybody has a different personality. Everybody does something different, yeah. but you're all going to get the mission done. That's right. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Excellent. Thanks, guys. That was a. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to say thank you to the people who are listening out there on, uh, on the radio and on Facebook Live. I want to say hi to the Facebook Live people. For those who are interested in that, we're at facebook.com slash the Scuttlebutt Show. And thanks for listening to us here on 89.1 KNSJ. This is the Scuttlebutt Show. So, uh, I'm gonna switch gears off that a little bit. I got actually some follow-up questions on some of the stuff we talked about there. Okay. Yep. But really quick, um, so we're talking about hockey. We're talking about the Patriots hockey organization helping veterans through hockey and active duty, right? Yep. So that's a pretty physical sport, and for our listeners who are military here, uh, a lot of them are athletic, but a lot of people in the military I know could use some help on the on the athletic or on the fitness, and then sure. some maybe some of our veteran listeners have uh, let that go too. Yeah. So. We have a buddy, his name is Bo, and he has an establishment up in Scripps called Evolve Fitness. That's Evolve, Evolve Fitness. So he's got a great place up there. What he did was he prepared a little statement for us on how to, uh, coming up on the holidays, coming up on the new year, how to stay in shape. I'd like to play that real quick, if you guys don't mind.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, New Year's resolutions, uh, how to to successfully succeed with New Year's resolutions, fitness goals. Stay away from (laughs) stuffing. Hydrate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, while while I while I look for that where I where I stored that. So, okay, uh helicopter roll? Uh Maybe a long
0: actually time. uh you know what we haven't done yet? Do a fading one, do the one, like one that's coming over the horizon over, yeah. it gets louder and louder yeah.
2: and then uh, goes away. <laughs> Apocalypse now. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I have not done the uh this day in military history yet.
1: Oh, let's do that.
0: Okay, let's do that while you queue that up. All right, so uh those of you out there who haven't looked at the calendar, uh those of you who are starting your advent calendars, uh You should both know it's December 1st. Uh, This day in history, uh, December 1st, 1941. Um, And just to set the stage uh, properly, December 7th, 1941 is when the attack on Pearl Harbor happened. So this day in history, December 1st, uh, 1941, uh, the first air fleet was moving towards Hawaii, so they were moving west, and then uh, heading east from Japan were the Japanese. uh, They also... uh, you know, the uh, people listening to the airway started noticing that the Japanese were changing their call signs. So this is a week prior to Pearl Harbor. And uh, Emperor uh, of Japan approved war with the United States. At the same time, there's a little island northwest of Hawaii, part of the uh, Hawaiian archipelago uh, called Midway, uh, now uh, famous in history. And uh, military history buffs will know that the Battle of Midway was the turning point of World War II uh, from a naval perspective. Uh, the U.S. fleet... Uh, demolished the Japanese fleet in three days' time, um, but over there at the on this day in history, uh, two ships were uh, mooring uh, off the uh, Midway Island. It was the USS uh, Argonaut, USS Trout, and then uh, over at Wake Island was the USS uh, Triton and USS Tambor. And little did they know, a week a week later, uh Pilar would be attacked. Uh, really interesting to think think how. You know, and you hear other stories, too, like they were looking at the radar images uh, of of the uh, Pearl Harbor and the Japanese uh, uh, planes were coming in. And they they tried to understand it and it, someone had dismissed it as a flock of birds. And, you know, when you watch some of the movies and you see some of those things and and it's just really interesting to see sort of the uh, those those nuances and idiosyncrasies that people just kind of mistook as, you know, just flaws and a, a glitch in the matrix and didn't really think much. But here we were, we were passing ships in the night and our back door was wide open. And uh, we know how that story ended though.
1: Yeah. Maybe what we'll do is next week we'll do a, a we'll make it the military student one about Pearl Harbor. I think that is probably what we should do fitting. And uh, <clears throat> we'll talk about some of that. Maybe we can find, maybe there's a Pearl Harbor era veteran in San Diego. That That'd be we can great. Get on. Yeah. So I apologize for that totally unprofessional unpreparedness moment that I had there. But if you're just tuning in, I was you know, I was saying that we have a buddy Bo yep. at Evolve Fitness. He's a veteran. He's a Navy veteran, I should say. And now we got out. He was a bosun's mate working at a riverine squadron, kind of that brown water Navy. Mm-hmm. And he prepared a little bit for us on how to stay in shape with the coming new year. So we're going to play that real quick. All right. Let's hear it.
3: What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Bo with Fitness Tip Friday. So we're four weeks away from the new year. And what that means is... We're all going to be setting some type of New Year's resolution, whether it's business goals, family goals, military goals, health and wellness goals. A majority of us will be setting health and wellness goals, so let's talk about health and wellness today. I have four tips to help us all succeed succeed in 2018. Okay, The first tip is to create a plan. Logistically, sit down, look at your schedule, and come up with a plan. Figure out what days of the week you want to work out. Figure out what times of the day you want to work out. Figure out what your goals are, okay? If we have a plan, we're more likely to stick to our goals for 2018. (laughs) Find the right workout. Go to your local CrossFit gym. Come up to Evolve. Go to an Orange Theory. Go to an F45. Don't just copy a workout out of Men's Health or Women's Fitness Find something that's going to keep you motivated and keep uh, you wanting to come back for more, okay? That's going to help us hit our health and wellness goals as well in 2018. Tip three, bring a friend. Find a workout buddy that has similar goals and keep each other accountable. You know, if that person is starting to feel sluggish or run down or they're slacking on their workouts, you're there to help motivate them and get them back on track and vice versa. And when it's time for you to feel a little bit sluggish and down and you're not making your workouts, they're there to pick you up and keep you motivated. Having a workout buddy is by far the best tip I can provide you. And the fourth tip, listen to Scuttlebutt Radio. Every Friday, I'll be providing you guys with new health and wellness goals uh, talking about diets and meal plans and all that stuff and how to create meal plans and exercise programs to help you guys succeed through 2018. So be sure to like Scuttlebutt Radio. Check us out, Evolve SD on Instagram. Message me if you have questions, Coach Bo. I'm out.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for back. Uh, thanks for listening. To that. Thank you, Bo, at Evolve Fitness, for doing that for us. That's awesome. So, Maurice, when you were when you were talking there, I. Uh, I had I I had an idea this is the thing that I when I was going through this program called the Honor Foundation Mm -hmm. that I learned um, from a lot of really successful CEOs uh, leaders in the kind of technology world a lot of people who have done well and you know people read books like seven habits of successful people and all that stuff. One thing that I've seen is did you ever do like a vision board? Like write down in one year I am going to be, in five years I am going to be this. I have I have two vision boards in my home office. Um, I've got three notebooks of I can't even
2: tell you what scribbles are in there. I think that is, I, you know, honestly when I started um, outside of the military I was like that's that's garbage. You know, who, mm. who does that? Um, Kindergarten stuff. Everybody does it. <laughs> Every, all, all successful entrepreneurs do it. Mm. And it's like, you should otherwise you've got nothing to work for you you can really say okay I want a ferrari everybody says that right yeah. put put it down in front of you and huh. you're looking at it every day
0: i'm pretty sure they just sold da vinci's uh little scribble book for <laughs> millions of
2: dollars exactly. man yeah. 500 million yeah. dollars but um but yeah it's 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 very important and, and you know i i've come to a realization that every every month or two i like to revisit my vision board and say okay scratch that i don't want that anymore right this is what i want you right. know? And, and then you go after it um you know, my, my my new vision for my vision board. Actually it's great that you just did that. Um, I, I'm actually training now to compete in a fitness show mm. in six months. So my vision board got revamped. You know, yeah. obviously I still want to help military veterans with their home buying needs. That's yeah. that's what makes me money. But at the same time personally, yeah. you know, I, I don't want XYZ anymore. I'm now this is my gold. So vision boards are so important for even if you're in the military, you know you're gonna get paid in the first and fifteenth just by doing your job and showing up, you know. Um, you have all these external things that you want. Yeah, put it down in front of you and visualize it and see it, and and, and you're gonna get it. Yeah, you know, if you put the work in, of course.
0: Absolutely. So you just mentioned uh, you're getting ready for uh, uh to go to a show. Uh, yeah, it's a fitness competition,
2: or is it uh like a like a um bodybuilding? So I'm I'm not necessarily wanting to be a bodybuilder. Right. I thought I did when I was younger. Like yeah, like those monsters, yeah. right? Um, I think I'll probably end up divorced if I get that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know the the fitness competition, our uh, fitness world has kind of evolved uh, greatly to now where that's that's still like the the freaks are on stage, right? Like you're right. you're rolling out King Kong and and right. you know um, Godzilla, but at the same time, like y- y- people are now trying to push their bodies to to be the healthiest they can be. Yeah, and honestly, which I really dig. It's it's a lot of work, yeah. you know. I've I always I've always been a power lifter, yeah. um, and I've always been in the, the fitness world. You can say, yeah. um, you know, I'm not sponsored by all means. I'm not a professional by all means, but yeah. you know, I've always I've always had that around me, and I've changed my my mindset and how I'm going to train and, and eat, um, and basically,
0: what did you think about Bo's bit where he talked about make sure
2: that you get a buddy. Yes. Uh, to help you keep you accountable. Do you have a workout buddy? Uh, yeah. So I recently hired a trainer. So yeah. I, I've been working out. So for, you pay somebody. I pay to somebody. Keep you accountable. I've been working out for about <laughs> right. 15 to 17 years now. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever paid somebody to work me out. And Oh my God. Yeah. But uh, you know, they're just working me. Yeah. That's it's, what I love about a
0: CrossFit gym too. Yep. Like they are there with you mm-hmm. They are They are training the group together and you're looking at the people next to you. And if they're lagging behind, like you have this instinct to motivate. Them. Right. And, Come on, let's go. Yeah. I'll go with you. You got this. And then if you're the one lagging behind, and there they are, they're right there with you. And it's like, yeah. once again, it takes all types.
2: And it also it can turn into friendly competition too, right? right? So, so if if we're if me and you are training for the same thing, you know, I'm I'm gonna want to do more more reps than you. So, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah, you'll never take yourself to that same place of By hard yourself. work alone right. without somebody there. Yeah. Even if it's the uh, competitiveness. If my buddy Walt's listening, he was my workout buddy in Iraq. Uh, it was really important to me to make sure i beat him on every workout and <laughs> right. i did and yeah. i did every time so oh wow
0: he might be calling in
1: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we got a little over 20 minutes left in the show Maurice, i want to talk about the patriots hockey sure. for our listeners yep. so this is this is why i brought you on the show so the website is patriotshockeyprogram.org Dot org, yep. and why don't you tell us about what what it is exactly that you guys do how you how hockey in your own words or if formally if you know some if there's some uh learned science behind this sure. um how it helps veterans and how people can get involved, donate or or become maybe members of a team. If we got some hockey listeners out there who wanna maybe they're interested in joining up.
2: Um so hockey is a really unique sport as in it's not it's not like football and baseball to where you know you can consider those kind of America sport essentially um, hockey was a Canadian. I, 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 I mean, everybody says it's Canadian born sport. Uh, I want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong. I may be wrong. I've, I've been playing it for a while, but, um, you know, history is not my forte, but I want to say, that, uh, Europeans and then I Canadians got Google right here. Hit, hit it up. Ooh. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> hit it up. But keep going. Cause I bet you're close. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it is, it's a sport that has taught me a lot. Um, heading into the military, I kind of already had a foundation for respect. Um, because of the sport uh it it does it, it pushes you it pushes you because you know it, it's it's a, it's a very cardiovascular sport and there's a lot of different skills that you have to learn uh, in order to go to the next level and, and just starting you know as a youth you learn how to skate right and that's tough a lot of people can't do that um and then you got to learn how to skate and stick handle um, skate backwards is a whole other technique that many people can't do i remember when i, when I went to play college Uh, A lot of the kids on the college team they couldn't skate backwards, so they couldn't play defense. Um, You know, then you got your your different position. You have forwards, you have defense, you've got goaltenders, you've got all the different systems that we play. So there's just so much that goes into it. Um, You know, it's not like football where you're learning 30 different plays, right? right? But it is ever evolving because yeah, everybody knows the exact same systems that we're doing. So now Mm. you have to find when you're on the ice. You know, it's a thinking sport, so you have to find. Where is that bad guy going to be? The setup, right? Right. And how do I evolve what I'm doing? What I'm supposed to do? So you just related it to football, right?
0: Right. Which I totally get because of the physical aspect of it, right? Yeah. But let's say football didn't exist. Sure. What sport would you most relate hockey to?
2: Um, Lacrosse and rugby, the two of them, I think. And I
0: was expecting soccer. Well, Well, soccer maybe because the position. You know, I
2: think positional wise, soccer. Um lacrosse is I, I i did a little bit of lacrosse growing up and it was it was transferable sure um just you know ball and and uh, racket and uh rugby because of the physicality yeah and it's you know um it's it's all team sport so yeah. I, I would say a combination of the two on ice yeah uh, i
0: always felt like hockey was very metric and i'm and i mean that in the sense like they don't have four quarters they have three periods. Three, right? periods, <laughs> yep. three periods. Yeah. Three periods. So how many? How many people go go on the ice at at, at one time? Like how many on your team? Okay. So we. The other I
2: mean, you got five five players plus a goaltender, so six on, at a time, and then five in a goaltender for there. So there's sure. ten plus two goalies.
0: And then so like the average. I'm just gonna roll right into a bunch of stupid questions. Okay. Here, here because, we go. Because <laughs> I need
1: these answered. Sure. Can you, I go? Can, can we do? You ask a hockey question. I'm going to ask a veteran-themed ho- Patriots hockey question. Okay, I just asked my hockey question.
0: Go veteran-themed because yeah. that's what the show's about.
1: Okay, are there any uh, wounded warriors playing on Patriots hockey?
2: Um, interesting question. Uh, we are trying to actually start a wounded warriors hockey team. Oh wow! We're awesome. not going to call them wounded warriors hockey team. Sure. But there are programs throughout the United States. Actually, it's 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 um, rooted out of Minnesota, and they are called the Warriors. And they actually contacted me and said, "Hey, we want to start up this program down in San Diego. Will you help us?" Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, cool. of course, yes. You know. So, yeah. um, but we—I mean, we got—we've got veterans that are playing that you know may have the disabilities, or you know, have. We've got a few with PTSD. Um, so yeah, they're they're out there. Uh, a lot of people though in San Diego who are hockey players, like myself. I'm from Minnesota, so if I ever do leave San Diego, I will go back home. And that's what happens a lot. We get a lot of people that play for us, and then they leave. So, you know, keeping right. them around and and having those guys, uh, but yeah, we we do have it, and we are looking to to make a full blown. This is how we're going to help you. program. Okay,
1: awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for recognizing those invisible injuries too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I heard a, a great, you know, quote, and it's so true that there's no such thing as an uninjured warrior mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it stays stays in your mind, yeah. you know. And I think sports are a great a great outlet for and 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 the, the network, the veteran network which is what we're trying to do here on the show. Um, and then, again, for people just tuning in, you're listening to The Scuttlebutt Show on 89.1, and we're live on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. It's the strongest network that exists in the world is the veteran network, I, yeah. American veteran network. I really believe that. And uh, this is a great example of yeah. it.
2: And you, and you never know who who may be struggling. So I always, I always take this mentality of anybody who comes to me and says, I want to be a Patriot hockey player. Okay, great. I never ask them if they're if they're a, a wounded warrior. They have PTSD. I never ask them. Right. Right. I, I, I look at you as a regular person. Right. Right. You're coming to me and you want to play hockey. Right. And I'm an outlet for you. Right. And through conversation, I find out about you know what you may be struggling with. But I'm mm-hmm. never going to say, Hey, do you have PTSD? Do yeah. I need to know this about typical,
0: you? Typical. You know? uh, it's typical camaraderie. Right. And 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 it, it's it's interesting when something like that comes up. Ah, uh, there's never this awkward moment where you might you might recognize that comes up like with people who aren't military, like they have a tendency to ask people if they especially if they find out they've been in combat. Yeah, like they they want to know, mm. have oh, you ever killed anybody? Yeah, have right. you ever been blown up? Have, have you, you ever blown and, anybody? And up. Then, have you, yeah exactly? So and there's and there's these like weird kind of awkward moments, but with veterans specifically, it 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 never really gets awkward. It just kind of oh. segues into, oh yeah, I saw that
2: something like that or my buddy that mm-hmm. happened
0: to something something like that happened to my buddy and then it's, it's
2: interesting because then it evolves to
0: well hey man let me know how I can help you in any way yeah, shape man. or form hey here's know? my number That, right. that kind of, and that's yeah. the network that Max is talking about here um, I do I do have another question okay. and, and, I, and I think so maybe maybe there's listeners out there maybe there's a veteran out there um, who has always been interested in hockey is your organization can you take somebody like me who's never played hockey and can you spool me up and can I be, can I come out and be around the team and slowly work my way up to where I can learn to skate forwards and backwards
2: mm-hmm. and potentially make the team? I truly believe so. So we started, we started with a higher level team and then we said, well, why don't, well, there's a lot of military veterans that want to play hockey that know nothing about hockey. Yeah. And why don't we create a lower level team huh. and say, Okay. We're going to get you on the ice, and we're going to get you on the ice once a week and as many practices as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and through donations, we can afford to pay for ice. Yeah. Um, but if I feel like if you're dedicated enough to want to do something and be better at it, yeah, yeah, why not?
0: And speaking of donations, you're a nonprofit. Yep. Yep. And how yep. are you funded? Through donations. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great <laughs> question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just stole your thunder, uh, right? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I think I'm so glad he did though, yeah. because
1: that was going to be the very next question Yeah, we're, for, right. we're our for our listeners. For our listeners how can they get involved and help um, hockey you know
2: what so so basically those two questions right there um, we are always looking to get our guys on the ice as much as possible because it is this is this is unique for us because we've got a lot of guys from uh, the East Coast and the Midwest who come here and you know what what was our identity growing up was hockey right even if they don't play right uh, their identity is hockey sure right watching um, maybe their kids are playing and and uh, one one thing that I, I i like to say is that we're going to try to get you with this group of guys who have the exact same likes and similarities yeah so you have some, some more to talk about than just what you do today at work yeah um the only way I can do that, though, is by, you know, paying for ice and ice is expensive out right. here. So where, do, so, where do you guys train at? So, we we train out of San Diego Ice Arena uh-huh. in Mira Mesa. Okay. Uh, we play a lot of our charity games out of there as is well. Is that up on uh, Black Mountain Road? No, that is uh, Ice Skate Place, I think. Coincidentally, that is the road it's off of. They them. named the Road Ice Skate Place. They named the Road Ice Skate Place. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were talking about, uh, you know, you being a nonprofit
0: and how you how dependent you are on funding. Yeah. And donations, specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so... Um, this is a, this is a great opportunity uh, to, to recognize the people who donate uh, to your to the organization or to do a call out for donations uh, for your organization uh, if, if you need to. Sure, so I can
2: do both actually. So um, one way that we kind of fund a lot of how we operate is through our charity events. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said at the very beginning we, we do give a lot of our money out. Uh, away to other military nonprofits and charities that are yeah. you know m- maybe not in need but yeah they, they need everybody needs sure right so and but we we do we do keep a little bit of it so i can get back to the guys who mm-hmm. have worked their tails off throughout the course of the year to to help us raise money right how do we raise money is by playing these charity games we sell tickets for on average 10 bucks a ticket yeah uh and then you know we generally get a two thousand people to come out to our games yeah, oh, so we we wow. we get a, a good amount of people to come watch us, and it's really interesting because we're we're not professional hockey players. No, but it sounds really cool. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. And, I've and seen get... some
1: of the photos from the games, and yeah. you know what? For the listeners out there who might be like, maybe I want to go. It looks like it could be a professional hockey game too. When I've seen the photos, the uniforms are great. Yep. The players are outstanding. It's fun. These hockey games are a blast, and I think that anybody who is out there who's considering supporting Patriots hockey. These games are, are awesome. They're so
2: fun. And, um, you know, we started out just playing hockey, and, and I like to I like to bring, like, a carnival feel to the event. So I, uh, I, I have a, a buddy who recently got out of the military, and he actually runs a uh, um, virtual reality arcade. And I said, why don't you bring some of your setups out? So we brought a couple setups out, and he sets them up outside. And when kids come and try his virtual reality out, uh, we bring out Barbecue Pit Boss, or I think that's what they're called. Uh, they come out. Um, we have a beer garden in the back so people can come, in, um, you know, have, have a couple drinks. And it, it's almost like a real NHL game.
0: Full, full family fun.
2: Full family fun. Absolutely. Uh, we had a tattoo. Uh, a Marine Corps guy. Uh, he he does tattoos. He does a mobile tattoo van. So oh, wow. I called him up. I said, "Hey, come out and set up." He set up, uh, donated back. So we got tattoos. If you want to get tattoos, you yeah, know, the military let's loves do. The it. Let's get tattoos. Awesome. <laughs> right. Let's get Scuttlebutt <laughs> so, Show tattoos. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So so if somebody wanted to donate, can uh-huh. they do it through your website. They can do it through my website. That one's not it. Okay, um, but they can do it through the website. And then there is it's. A, it's
1: uh, I'm going to say the website again. It's Patriots Program.org. Program.
2: Program. Program. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so there is a donate now button on there. So if you were looking to help, uh, you know, get our guys a little bit more ice time. know everybody has their own equipment. Uh, everybody, we, we we do purchase our own jerseys and stuff. So we're not looking for that stuff. But. Okay. Um, Always looking for uh, ways to get my guys on the ice. And do you guys travel outside of the city? So we've done Vegas tournaments. Okay. Uh, we go up to Orange County a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, last year we did a main trip. Uh-huh. I want to do a Minnesota trip within the next year, hopefully. And oh, we do wow. have a lot of guys that are from Minnesota, so and a lot of them have moved back.
0: That'd be really cool. Now, when you guys go up to those uh, out, out, you know, out of city, out of state. Do you guys also tap into the veteran network there, and are you working with those veterans? In absolutely,
2: absolutely. So Minnesota, like I said, has the Warriors program. They actually came down to Vegas, and that's where we connected. We played them. Um, so who won? And, uh, we did, of course. We good. We won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but actually, one of the police officers, his brother runs that program okay. that we play against. So it was really cool to say that. Okay, um, you know, we I, I played this guy who's a cop. His brother runs the Warriors program. And, you know, it was this big love triangle, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, When we went to Maine, we we actually supported the Lewiston police. Uh, Maine is actually my first duty station, Brunswick, Maine. Oh, okay. Um, So I was super excited to go back there. What did you think of Maine? I loved Maine. Yeah. I hated it when I was there. Yeah. I was 18. Yeah. I had nothing to do. Right. Uh, I grew up in Minnesota, so it was like growing up in Minnesota again. Yeah, you had a bunch of rules. So many rules and regulations. Um, P3 Squadron, it was Super Secret Squirrel Squadron. Yeah. Um, And now that I'm older and I went back, love it. Yeah. Let me, let
0: me ask you a personal question. Real sure. Quick, okay. So we talked about you. We talked about your your kind of five Ws. For our listeners who don't know what a five W is, that's your who, what, when, where, why about you yourself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Max segwayed into your organization. Um, something uh, I think uh, I think my job as the co-host here, right, is I I when I'm curious about somebody who's a veteran, I'm curious how similar are they to me. So there I had an idea of what boot camp was going to be like. Sure. I had an idea of what the Navy was going to be like. And now I have this idea of what getting out is going to be like, uh-huh. right? And, and then I – so I had this idea before I did it, and then I have the reality of it. And then I have my hindsight, which is 2020. Right. And so what did you think your first – duty like what did you think boot camp was going to be like? <laughs> okay. Let's just, so, let's just do boot camp right, today. So boot, what did you think so boot, boot camp? So boot camp was
2: interesting. So I showed up and uh, – What did you think it was going to be like first? Uh, I, th- I thought it was going to be a lot more combat training. I did too, and there was none. I thought I was going <laughs> to learn how to use every weapon everything, under the sun. Everything, yeah, I thought it to yeah. be like GI Joe. So the commercials when I joined was accelerate your life. Yes, right. I don't, I don't know what your what your guys. No, is. It, what, no. Let the journey begin. Okay, for me it was accelerate your Life. accelerate your yeah. life. Right, and they had the uh, dun 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 dun. yeah. Dun 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 is that right? the Air, is, is that the
0: aircraft carrier? Yes, cutting through the sea. Yes, yeah. and okay. now
2: you think like I ah, should have been guys with swabs and stuff you know (laughs) (laughs) with mops right so so you
0: thought you're gonna get all this combat training and what kind of combat training did you get in boot
2: camp i learned how to fold my underwear and iron them good yeah um that's important too i i learned that i wasn't allowed to wear contact lenses and i had to wear uh, those giant glasses yep um
0: also known as birth control birth control glasses
2: bcgs i learned how to stay awake for really long periods of time actually i learned how to sleep with my eyes open let me put it that way yeah um. What else did I learn? I learned how to, uh, well, I learned how to march. Marching was very important for the fleet. Yeah. I'm shaking my head no yeah. right now. No. We don't, we don't <laughs> do it in the fleet, right? We do not march We the do fleet. not do it in the fleet. I uh, learned how to polish my boots. Um, Good. For every time that we had those inspections in the fleet, that was important. Does that help
0: now? Do you like, do you polish your shoes? My
2: shoes that I have for business are are already like pre-polished. Okay. Um. So I don't ever have to touch them. So right. no. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Um, I got to work out every day and eat every day, three squares. So I can't complain there. Right. I was eating ramen in college. Right. Um, So yeah, that was, that was a,
0: so were you a little disappointed after? Boot camp? I was
2: super disappointed. I actually, honestly, I, I kind of questioned whether or not I wanted to be in the Navy or if I should try to cross into the Marines or army. Cause I, I, I really, for me, I, I went in wanting to do something, one of the, I went, would you call it a glory job, like like Swick, and and I, right. I I found out I was red green color deficient, right. uh, so red green colorblind. Oh essentially. wow! I, okay. I, I found it out when I was going for my um, special warfare training stuff pre sure. pre boot camp. Yeah. And uh, at that point, the recruiter was like, "I don't really care about this guy anymore." So, so.
0: your first, your first duty station, did it change? So I had a letdown too. Sure. So I went to boot camp. I had this letdown. I was, I was, I think I was shooting like a laser gun. I wasn't even shooting a real gun. Yeah, And yeah. So I shot like this laser gun, and then I, I and I, and they go, "All right, now you're a marksman." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? I've never shot an actual weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, how could I possibly?" be a There's marksman? No I, I got thing. a ribbon and everything. Yeah. So I had chest candy to to prove <laughs> it. So it's my favorite. So chest the candy. the first duty station. Did that change your your mind at all that it helped kind of i you i went to shore duty was? in Brunswick
2: maine after a school um i had a i i had a great experience i I met a lot of great people yeah I heard all the sea stories i i i i realized why the navy is so important yeah. through sea stories from other people yeah um, and it is we, we have the world's most powerful navy and, yeah. and there's a reason for and it. And that
0: ramps up some of the motivation.
2: Exactly. Bit. And it goes back and 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 then you know why you're doing it, right? When you when you talk to the people who've been who've served like people like you have served for nineteen plus years and you know and they tell you like this is this is why we do this, right? Yeah. It, you, you, you forget about, okay, well, boot camp was just... Boot camp is literally there to, to teach you how to take commands yeah. and, and, and do there the right thing, right? I agree. And that's all it is. It's two months of just teaching you that you're no longer an 18-year-old punk kid coming out of high school. You're going to listen to your chain of command, right? And that's all it is. So we're getting ready to dial down here,
0: Maurice. So, sure. so
1: we've got four minutes left. There's yep. one thing I want to get to before yep. we go, which Let's is we've been talking about ho- hockey yep. and hockey on the ice. That's pretty cold. Um, But have you ever been... Minus 300 degrees cold. Never. So this week we got invited by our buddy Mark, bum, uh, bum, his, bum. whose father retired from the Navy after 22 years yeah. and uh, out of San Diego. And now they have a cryogenic therapy. So <clears throat> you guys can look on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com the scuttlebutt show, where we also have a link for the Patriots Hockey program. And what we're going to do, uh, our buddies at NextGen Cryo invited us out. We're going to post a video up on the Facebook page of our experience <laughs> getting cryogenic therapy for muscle relaxation and recovery. Yeah. And it was absolutely awesome. Check it our Facebook awesome. page yeah. uh, for some special news there about that. And what I'm going to do is play you a little preview of what that experience was like for us getting frozen out. <laughs> How are you
0: feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm holding my own hand. Are you shivering? I am a little. And I am actually at the uncomfortable point. Are right.
1: ever felt this cold before in your life? I feel, okay, now I'm really cold. It's, uh, it just kind of hit me like, um, like a wave of cold, that's actually, true. which I think is is what this air is. Is it colder than it was in Afghanistan? Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot colder than it was in Afghanistan in the mountains, that's for sure. I would, I'm just going to stay in here. <laughs> you, wanna, you can stay at the same spot and, and pretend <laughs> you're in, uh, Hawaii. <laughs> pretend
0: you're,
1: you're in warm sands or warm, in warm, warm beach. By the way, is this the coldest you've
0: ever been?
2: This is definitely the coldest I've ever felt.
0: That's around that
2: area. Right, it's in the area. 283. Storage. Well,
1: oh, yeah, I go last. Cold. You never want to go. <laughs> all right, so you guys check out our Facebook page for more information on that, and the full length video of us all freezing our butts off is coming soon. So yes. this has been a great episode. We got about two minutes left. Here. I want to thank everybody who's been listening on Facebook Live and on live here on 89.1 KNSJ to the Scuttlebutt Show and Facebook.com/slash The Scuttlebutt Show. Maurice, uh, we posted a link on the Facebook page to the Patriots hockey program. Why don't you really quick just? Give us a 30, 45-second pitch on why people should be interested and get involved in the Patriots hockey, uh, including people who might have just tuned in.
2: Um, You know what? It's it's literally just our way of going and giving back to the community. So for us, it's it's active duty and veterans, and we put on a show. We really do, and and we try to get out into the community and invite everybody out. A lot of times our games are going on when there's no NHL or AHL games, uh, like the Gulls and the Ducks. Cool. Um, so it's, it's our way of saying, Hey, come out, hang out with us, get to know us a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we do live here. Yeah. We are in your community. That's right. Some of us, you know, have kids in your schools with your kids, get to know us a little bit. You know, we're not just here and gone. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, it's, it's just something that, and, and you should see the faces of the guys when they walk out and there's 2,000 people in the stands. Yeah. Like, Some dang. people never play in front of that many people. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're just super stoked to do it and they want to put on the best show for you.
0: Yeah. So. Awesome. So, something I want to talk about real quick, Max, uh, that, that website that you called out, Maurice, is Patriots. So, that's plural, PatriotsHockeyProgram.org. You can put in Patriots Hockey and then you'll end up going to a different website. Yeah. Is that correct? So, yeah, so that's not us. So, make sure it's Program dot org and you said people can donate there
2: yeah there's a big uh, on the right hand side there's a big button that says donate yeah um, so if you, wanted, on the right-hand you side, want the right hand side I without. see that
0: there and then your schedule your team events so actually like
2: you know what like like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, find us Patriots Hockey Program yeah uh, and that's where we put out I do a lot of the marketing for the program so we can I, we can do it all through the website absolutely okay uh, it, it's uh that's where you're gonna find kind of our w- we don't really have a set dedicated schedule so okay
1: got it and and just to Uh, For the audience information, you guys are a certified 501c3 nonprofit. Absolutely. Yes, we are. That's awesome. Excellent. Thank you, Maurice. So for everybody who's been listening to us online, on Facebook Live, and on the radio, thanks for listening to the Scuttlebutt Show. We're here every week talking on Fridays from 3 to 4 p.m., talking all things military, veteran, active duty, DOD, civilian, and their families. So we're signing off. Have a good weekend, everybody. Oh, yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to The Scuttlebutt on 89.1 KNSJ Disconzo. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Scuttlebutt
2: Show. And on Twitter at Show Scuttlebutt.